Welcome, listeners, to our first episode of Two Sheilas and a Cup of Tea. Well, actually, I've got coffee. So I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. The truth is, it's coffee. <laughs> now, now you've screwed that up, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> you made it. <laughs> it's very nice, though. I like the um, coffee, mate. Actually, oh, it's good. a nice little creamy added touch. Thank you very much for that. Well, My hips ne- need it. Next episode, it better be a cup of tea or we'll have to change the name. So what is two Sheilas and a cup of tea? Well, my impression is we're just two friends sitting with a cup of tea, chatting, laughing, discussing everything that interests us. What do you reckon? I reckon that's good. But also, I think we're um, intellects. Uh, we <laughs> No, we we have got look. We've got a lifetime of experience, so there's. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> so um, I think we can help people view their life and the world in a different place from different dimensions. What a load of shit! <laughs> you can tell I'm making it up as I go along. No, I just want the bucket to gag into that. It's <laughs> a little bit heavy. We do another podcast called True Crime Down Under where Lorraine came up to me one day and I said I really want to do a podcast on true crime. She said, oh, can I join you? And and 22 episodes later, and we're into it. But it's quite a serious thing, and we do many a bloopers when we do our podcast, don't we? that's really how this one came about, the two Sheilas, isn't it? Because, um, yeah, I find it quite difficult to stay serious for too long. That's right, yeah. And you was having to do quite a lot of editing. Yeah, which was a bit unfair, so... That, that's true. I mean, you can't put comedy in a true crime with murder and, and everything. But joining us uh, always is my dog, Charlie, my Labrador. So if you hear huffing and puffing or scratching or whatever, that's him wanting a little bit of attention. So let's... Who well, are... Mind you, that could be me. <laughs> well, I've heard that you've got some fleas going on there, Lorraine. So who are we? Who are you, Lorraine? Oh, hang on, I'm having a slurp. I like it. Do you know what? Being a mother, you've got two choices. You either drink your tea or coffee when it's bleeding or or the next time you get to it, it's stone cold. Oh, definitely. So when it's made, I like it in my hand and drink it straight away. Okay. In other words, you're a pig. (laughs) (laughs) You will meet me enemies. Bleed now. This one's a friend. (laughs) So who are you? Who's Lorraine? Tell us about Lorraine. Well, I was born in London, East London. No shit. Uh, yeah, can you tell by my lovely dulcet tones? Yeah, <laughs> this is my posh voice, bleeding now. Um, yeah, so I've been in Australia now, 13 years we moved here. Right. And uh, in Adelaide, I love it. Now, back then, the South Australian government was doing uh, opening the doors, letting new migrants in because you apparently... A, you weren't a £10 palm, though. No, 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 no not in that bleeding old. But... Um... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, apparently there was a lot of old people in South Australia. So they did a big thing to drive to get younger people. I was considered young. How about that? And uh, so that's um, that's how we ended up here. Because uh, we, you know. Married? But, yeah, I'm married. Yeah, I've got uh, been married lots of years. Um, my husband's my best friend. Um, we've got five children, um, four grandchildren. Um, had you been busy? Yeah, yeah. Well, back in the day, you didn't have TV, did you? No, you that's had to keep true. yourself entertained. <laughs> I, I'm not that old. We've I've always had TV. <laughs> <laughs> but in actual fact, it, it's quite. Um, it, it's sometimes in life, I think that something can seem a negative, and if, but if you look really, really deep and hard enough, you can find a positive. So 
my husband back then was um, driving lorries, trucks and so on. And um, he had pulled up to a parking bay and needed to drop something off. And there was a, a big uh, lorry bay. And a guy came around the corner with a big Arctic lorry. And my husband just being a nice What's an guy. Arctic lorry? Oh, just like one of them massive, big, big lorries, you know. Refrigerated. Uh, like the big refrigerated okay, types, yep, yeah. Yep. And uh, my hubby just being a nice guy said to the other guy, go and you take the bay. You know, I'm only going to be two minutes. And uh, he just walked away from his truck and bastard come along and stuck a wheel clamp on his truck. <laughs> yeah. And so my hubby turned around and said, oh, come on, mate, like I'm just working, you know. And uh, he went, no, he said, now this is going back 15 years. He said, uh, 170 pounds, right? That's pounds, not dollars, to take the clamp off. And he said, I'll give you five minutes to get me the money or I'll tow it and impound it. And then you're going to have to pay the release fees and the day rate fees. And my husband's like, are you kidding me? He said, like, I'm just trying to work, you know, pay me mortgage, whatever. Anyway, he ran and got the money out of the bank. And um, he rang me up and he said, I've had enough. He said, you fancy moving to a different country? And I went, oh, all right then. First I've heard of this. And he said, how do you fancy Australia? And I went... I used to love that program, The Sullivans, when I was a kid. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, yeah, a bit of Buffy. And I said, yeah, why not? Let's go for it. And that's how we ended up here. So whilst it was a real pain in the butt getting a wheel clamp, a very positive thing came out of it. So, yeah. Well, that was a long way of telling me who you oh, are. I do like to go around the long way. <laughs> well, that's Lorraine. What about me? Well, I'm married to an American man. That's it. I've heard enough of you. <laughs> Go on, Bron, sorry. Yeah, I'm married, like I said, to an American man. Um, I have two, we have two children and one incredible grandson. I work as a freelancer, I call myself. I do uh, teaching at local university. What do you do? Well, in fact, that's where we met at that university, didn't we, Bron? We, We certainly did. We met many years ago. When, as mature age students, we became good friends and study buddies, yep. and uh, over many, many cups of tea and tears, and yeah, yeah. stressing and assignments, lots and, yeah. of tears. But it was um, good support to have each other, wasn't it? I think I'm sure every semester, either one of us was going to be dropping out, <laughs> but we made a pact, didn't we? That if you know the other, we was like, no, because you're letting the other one down, you've got to stick with it. So yeah, and we've been and we've been working together yeah. in some in some parts too so yeah, yeah but we right. yeah we're one of those we're, we're one of those friends we can catch up months later and yeah. you know just continue the sentence we left off on <laughs> mind you my memory's going a bit so it's often i can't remember what we was last talking about exactly <laughs> so that's us that's how we came about but we're two two women that other than being women married women this, we've got a lot of differences. As you can imagine, Lorraine came from England because you can tell by her accent. So you were born in London? East London, yeah. 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 So, so you're a city girl. I'm a Cockney, yes. So. And, I, and I was born in, in the country, in the Woomera Rocket Range, which in the outback, it was a rocket range. A lot of British and Americans and even the Russians have let Rockets off for satellites. Oh, like real rocket, like literally a rocket. Yeah, it's a rocket range there. You had to, you had to have permission to enter the town. Is that why you do everything fast? Because you still got a rocket up your. (laughs) Definitely, I've always said. You know, I was born in a rocket range, so you know, I go off with a bang. (laughs) 
marry a rocket scientist. I <laughs> did marry myself a rocket scientist, definitely, yes. Yes, definitely. So we've got a city girl, we've got an Australian country girl, but how we came about, you came about coming to Adelaide was the lorry. Yeah. Being cupped or whatever you called it. Wheel clamped. Wheel clamped. Yeah, wheel clamped, yeah. Well. I was two and a half when I left Woomera, so I don't really consider myself a country girl. But then I hate the city. Mm. I really don't like the city. So I think where we live in quiet little Adelaide, yeah, um, it's my cup of tea. I've it's got the it's shops. beautiful. I feel really lucky to live here. And, you know, I've met Best many... beaches. Oh, it's beautiful. You've got the hills, you've got the beaches, the weather's gorgeous. People are friendly, you know, in the main. And... Um, you know, I hear people from Adelaide bag Adelaide, and I'm like, mate, you need to go and live somewhere else because you've got nothing to compare it to. Because this this is like paradise. Yeah. You know, my son's always bagged Adelaide in as a teenager and a young man growing up. He there was no life for him here. You know, there was no nightlife and big like Sydney and Melbourne and stuff like that. But I've noticed he hasn't left Adelaide. No. And that's all well and good, all that, you know, um, nightlife and all that. You know, you've got to have the money to be able to afford to go and do that. Definitely. And yeah. it's also, it's a lot of parts of it are not bleeding safe. Like, I got home yesterday and um, our young boy, he's 15, left a note, gone out, be back later, couple of kisses. He went round to his mate's house and they ordered an Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah, it was like a day off school. Yeah. And, but he's, he's safe enough, he can go, get on the train. And I'm not worried that he's going to be mugged or have his head kicked in, you know. So, yeah, look, don't bag Adelaide. It's beautiful. And But it can happen. We've done many cases on their other podcast. Yeah, well, podcasts. I don't like to think about yeah. it. <laughs> and mostly around my areas where I've lived. <laughs> been the, that, that scares the living shit out of me. But, yeah, things have changed from when we were kids, though. Yeah. Lorraine. Um, it is a different day and age now oh definitely and i hate to hear myself say that because i can remember old people oh, yeah. when i was back in my day oh, school days best days of your life yeah you, you nah. used to walk 10 miles to school <laughs> uphill and 10 miles to home back <laughs> or, or as my kids used to like to say back in the black and white days mum because we had black and white tvs yeah 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 kids today don't know they're born no that's exactly. it exactly <laughs> So, you've got many brothers and sisters. I have got four big brothers. Uh, all big Are you enough. the bubba? I'm the bubba and the only girl, and I think most of them still think I'm five. Actually, sadly, I, I lost one of my brothers uh, 18 months ago, mm. but that's a different story. But, um, yeah, when I was young, very uh, lucky to have them boys, because I tell you what, mate, no one ever picked on me. No, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. It was good to good to have them, but the thing is, my mum always wanted me to be a real girl because I was her only girl, and oh mate, I hated it. So she I... used to dress me yeah. like a remember Little House on the Prairie, yeah, yeah. that freaking oh, Nelly Olsen with a ringlet. Yeah, and I used to have to sleep in her old stockings. She'd rip <laughs> her stockings right, used to dig in my head, right, honestly, and then oh yeah, and I wanted to be in dungarees and up the tree with my brothers. Same here, same she here. She used to make me me dress frocks. She'd call them, make you a nice frock with matching ribbons. Oh mate. <laughs> well, I'm the baby of the family, but I'm the real baby of the family. My brothers and sisters are 10, 12 and 13 years older than me. Oh, right. But I, my eldest sister, she was adopted out at birth. And so it's only been, gosh, 25 years that we've got to know each other. Thank God she got to um, get to know mum before she passed away. But my eldest sister and I, oh, we get on so well. Yeah. We... 
I'd call ourselves twins, but we're nothing look alike. So how old were you when you found each other? I was 30. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. And, uh, of course, she was 13 years older than that. It's actually um, a similar similar thing we've got in common there because, as you know, um, about a year and a half ago, yep. I discovered a, a sister like, or my dad's other daughter, like a half. Yeah. Um, so later in life, discovering. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, and... Yeah, yours didn't work out as well as no, mine. No, no, it's not going as well. But you know, that's life, and it, you you know, you yeah. can't, you don't choose family and whatever, do you? And if anyone ever called my sister my half sister, I'd smack them in the chops mm. because you know she is my full sister she, yeah, to me. Yeah, and we get on. We, her and I are closest out of the two because my other brothers and sister grew up for ten years together before I came along, and I was classed as the brat. Mm. And you say your brothers and uh, protected you well yeah. I was just a spoiled brat oh, because I was a I was, princess I was a spoiled princess yeah <laughs> they all called me the brat so I guess that's just stuck with me it's funny because people will be like oh do you hate that nah love it yeah. flicking me eyelids love it keep well, it going boys I'm proud of the I'm proud of the uh, the sign that says I'm brat so yeah <laughs> Really proud of that. And again, I wasn't a girly girl. My mum used to buy me dolls, prams and dolls and everything. And I used to toss the dolls to the side, put the dog in, and I'd scoot her along in the pram, you know. Yeah. My brother had all his old matchbox cars or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they were we'd, we'd play with them. And My brothers had Meccano. Do you remember that? With all the little oh, nuts yeah. and bolts. I used to love playing with Meccano. Yeah. Or Lego. I know you pronounce it funny, but it's Lego. Lego. <laughs> Well, it's L-E-G. Like, let's not get into that, Bron. It's Lego. No, it's Lego. <laughs> if you listen to the people that created it, they call it Lego. Yeah, well, they don't speak English. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, well. <laughs> but, but, but it's funny you say that about Lego and Le- Lego. My sister that we were just talking about, she born bred in Melbourne. In, well, not Melbourne, in Victoria. Yeah, yeah. And so they have a little bit of a different twang in the accents, the Victorian, especially, and she's country Victoria, Mm -hmm. so she's not brought up in the city or anything, or not much in the city. So when she first rang mum and said, hello, I'm Doreen and I'm your... Your daughter. Your daughter. Yeah. yeah. um, She got off the phone and she said to her her family, she said, bloody hell, are they posh? (laughs) Because talked, you know, she says plant. We oh. say plant, you know, yeah, yeah. And it's castle over there and it's castle here. Well, I must say you're saying that correctly. Yeah. It's and, plant and it is a castle. And Lego Lego and Lego, you know, that sort of stuff. Mm. And then so she told everyone in her family, oh, got to be on good behaviour when they come over here and on stuff like that. And it took them about 10 minutes before they could be themselves because we're as common as common can be. Well, I think during our podcast, because I am officially English, yeah. I think if you mispronounce, I think I should be the one to say to you, that's wrong, yeah. you've got to say it like this. Do, do you, you want me to mark the spot on my butt for you where you can bite me? <laughs> no, I'll tend to kick it up your butt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so in England, they have a lot of different accents and stuff. Mm. Oh, by the way, I want it known that I'm partially English, well, most of Australians are. Somewhere along the line. Somewhere some, along or, the line. Or, or some of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. unless you're Aboriginal people where you're the original Australians. Of yeah. yeah. 
So England, obviously, being such a small island, but there are so many different accents. Yeah. Literally five mile up the road and people speak different. My grandma was a pom. Yeah. And I say pom in, in just like I'd call anyone an Aussie. Um, I say it with great love and affection, yeah, Lorraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't find it offensive I, at Unless all. I called you a pommy bastard. So that well, would be even a that wouldn't offend me. No. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? It's so like... my grandma is was English. She's not around anymore. And uh, I've got Irish and Scottish blood in me as well. So I think, let's be honest, we've all probably got lots of bits and pieces. None of us know. Yeah. And does it matter at the end of the day? No, but just say we're a human species. Well, I'd I'd like to put a doubt on that one sometimes. (laughs) I've been called many names, but not human isn't one of them. But yeah, so little, um, England being a little island, and as I say, you can tell usually um, with a bit of a trained ear where people come from. You can pinpoint, you know, if they're from the north of England, south, you know, and whatever. Uh, um, so I've got a bit of a keen ear for different accents. Like, ah, you're you're from. You Yorkshire. got a what? A keen ear. Oh, oh. right, okay. <laughs> so do you miss England? No. <laughs> That was short and sweet. Wasn't well, it? you went back last year. Uh, yeah, I do. I've still got um, my my old dad. So yeah, I like to. Um, it'd be eighty two this year, bless him. So I'll go back each year to see him and do. I remember do... when you went back for his eightieth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went back November, so I'll be booking soon again to pop back over and see him. But um, no, I don't actually miss living there. I, it, it, look, it'll always you, be You miss the home. people. I miss I miss loved ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I've got some uh, very good lifelong friends, you know, um, that I met um, when I was very young. Um, so that's a bit sad sometimes because, I, yeah. But that's life, isn't it? You know, you move around the globe. Yeah. It's like, like I said, I'm married to an American. And um, when they hear, oh, you're from Australia, always wanted to go to Australia, you know, always a bed here for you. Yeah. Not yeah. one of them has come. Really? Yeah. And it's it's a, it's a lot like my mother-in-law too. She was uh, spent 20-odd years in uh, Alaska before she retired. She lives up the road from us now here in Adelaide. Are we allowed to do mother-in-law jokes? I thought you said we had to keep it like non-offensive. This podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. I said nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unless you're listening, Mum. I said nothing. Trust me, I've said nothing. But you know, when she retired and said she's going to Australia to live. Um, they said, oh, wonderful, yeah, yeah, we'll have to come visit you all. Yep. Yeah. To this day, no one. Yeah. But See, it, that's, to me, that sounds like heaven. That's heaven. Just, that's just perfect. Cause that's, you I know, said visit. <laughs> Would you like your friends to visit you? Oh, actually, actually, friends, yeah, but a lot of family, nah. I think it's, it's great being 9,000 oh. miles away. No buggers knocking on our door, unexpected. But um, having said that, well, one of my lovely brothers, he did actually come over a few years ago. And, um, you know, as you come through the immigration, you fill in a card where you're staying. And um, he couldn't put the address on there. And they questioned him and said, well, where are you staying? He said, I don't know. He said, it's with my sister. So they said, well, what's your sister's address? He said, I don't know. She won't tell anyone. <laughs> came out and he went you he said they bleeding kept me there for ages and uh, I said to him look we're not we're not 
cold rise, you know. I mean, you're not each, what cold, you know, people send each other cards, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, Christmas, birthday, and yeah, all of that, right? Yeah. We, we, yeah, just, just yeah right, not pleased, me. yeah, not interested. And I said to him, Have you ever sent me a birthday card? He said, No, I said, Are you ever gonna send me a birthday card? He said, No, so you don't need to know my address then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got my phone number, ring me up, yeah, that's true. Um, and now I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking of the other side of the, the coin too. You know, we used to go over to visit my my husband, my father-in-law. Yeah, yeah. And his wife. And I wonder if they think the same thing. Because <laughs> he often jokes about how long you're coming for. We're going to stay with you for a fortnight, Dad. Okay, but not a day longer. Sometimes there's many a true word said in a joke. My father-in-law, he used to say, oh, yeah, we catch up when the weather gets warm. Yeah. <laughs> it was England. It was never going to be warm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I've always wanted to go to England because, um, you know, I'm a lady. <laughs> I'm just laughing because you said that with a straight face. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my daughter bought me, um, I don't know, a ladyship or whatever you want to call it. Oh, one of those bits of pa- I vaguely remember you saying about yep, that. Yeah, there yeah. it is right there. Oh, I'm hang on. The lady it, of Glencoe. Oh, my good gold. She's even of- got it framed. <laughs> oh, that's my husband. He's so good to me. So I've wanted to go over to... No, I reckon he's framed that to remind you. If your mouth starts getting a bit foul, he can point to that and go, hang on, we're a lady, you know. <laughs> Lorraine, foul, brawny. <laughs> Come on now. I'm a good girl. You just asked my mother. Didn't you say your mother's passed? Yeah. Well, how can I ask her? Exactly. Right? <laughs> just believe me. So anyway, I own this block of land that my daughter has bought me that comes with the Lady of Glencoe heading and a lot of the listeners will probably know, have heard about it and you can become a lord if you're a male. And when I say my daughter bought me a block of land, it's a foot by foot. Beautiful. Yeah, so I don't well, you even... Don't, you've only got little feet. You don't need to be good than that. Oh, have another look. <laughs> Where are you? That's I a have a good grip on the earth. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to go to Scotland to visit it. Yeah. But if you think going to America is a bloody long trip... Yeah. England's even longer. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. 23 hours, yeah. You can get some direct flights now, but it still is long. Like, do you really want to sit on a plane direct for all them hours? No. At least you can get off and have a walk around the airport. Dubai's great. Yeah. Loads of knickknacks and, you know, get all them last minute gifts that you forget to buy people. Do you get stuck with somebody talking to you on the plane? Uh, yeah, my husband usually. No, <laughs> <laughs> I have done. I remember. Oh, um, you're lucky. My husband falls asleep and that's it. <laughs> I have been on my own a few times and I remember coming back a couple of years ago and there was a very old lady sitting next to me. She was in her 90s and she'd been a school teacher. She was telling me all, you know, her story. It was lovely to hear. And then a woman came from up the back and said, are you all right, mum? And I said, oh, if that's your daughter, I said, do you want to swap? seats you know she can have my chair and uh, anyway the daughter walked away and the old girl said to me don't encourage her dear she said I don't want her next to me she said, <laughs> don't encourage her dear she said yeah she'd rather talk to me than her daughter she said oh she's a bossy one she said <laughs> I bet the mother booked those seats yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I remember my first flight to America and it was my first overseas trip and um, I sat down next to this guy. There was a seat between us. You know, it was a three-seater and the seat yeah. between us and everything. And I knew nothing. 
nothing about international flights. Mm. It was all a big adventure. And there was this young lad. He was younger than me. Nice guy. Chatting away and everything. And around comes the hostess or whatever you want to call them. And they said, Trolley dolly. Yeah. Would you like a drink? And he said, oh, let me buy you a beer. And I oh. thought, oh, isn't he nice? I said, yeah, I'll have a beer. And it wasn't till hours later I realised all the alcohol's free. free? <laughs> what a turd. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't coming on to him. I mean, I was... Yeah. Let yeah. me buy you a drink. Let yeah. me buy you a drink. And I thought, oh, what a nice lad. Yeah. I hope my lad turns out to be like him, I thought. Yeah. And yeah. he did. He's a big jokester, just like my son. Yeah. It's funny, on them flights, some of them are really good. So I've been with like Singapore, Emirates, um, Qantas. I've been with all different airlines. Oh, you've done them all. I've done them all. Yeah, yeah, but some of them are really generous Like because I like to have a little Baileys when I'm on the flights. As you know, I don't really drink alcohol at all. But um, if you're on the flight... You don't need back, to drink. You need it, exactly. But... Um, and they they give you like three little bottles of like Baileys with each meal time. So yeah, but some of the tighter airlines you don't get that. No, nah. I've heard not to drink alcohol on a plane. I reckon next time I fly, I'm gonna drink and drink and drink and see if that will make me sleep more and feel more comfortable mm, when I get out. No, you can't be more comfortable. They're, they're uncomfortable unless you've got lots of money. Ed, you know what? <laughs> when I went with Emirates last year, it was so funny. I you didn't. You didn't get <laughs> business class, did you? Yeah, business class. You're having a laugh at you, mate. I'd sit up in the, in the bleeding baggage area if it was cheaper. No, what do they but, call it? The sheep run. <laughs> Yeah, cattle yeah. run, cattle run. <laughs> but it was one of them air buses, so yeah. it was like a, one of their new big, bigger things. And they take you through the front, and you actually walk past all the business class. Oh, I know, so, that's a real. Yeah, bastard. well, I didn't know that. I thought they were asked because it was a new plane. <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> I'm walking down thinking. Me, this is nice, like far out. And then I realised, no, the cheap seats are down the back. It's at the back there. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going, love. <laughs> oh, dear. Move along, peasant. <laughs> Do you know what? It's, yeah, exactly. It's really funny because um, another friend of mine, we often talk about like raising your children and what was the incident that screwed them up for life, you know, as a, as a mother always feeling guilty for things. And um, so I was sitting on this flight coming back and a lovely lady from London um, with her young son and they was going to Mauritius or somewhere like that. So I think that's something that was going to Dubai and several yeah. other flights. Uh, anyway, we got really chatting. It was a lovely flight and her boyfriend was sitting at, towards the back of the plane. Um, As you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so meals come up and her young son was about 14. And it just came out in conversation that the boy thought the stepfather was in first class while they were in economy class. And the mother said, no, she said, it's just we paid the extra leg room because he's six foot seven. Right. The geezer, right? So she said, no, she said, darling, she said, oh, we wouldn't do that to you. And I said, you do realise this is the moment you screwed him up for life. <laughs> <laughs> this it was a new partner. The stepfather got the first class. So I'll, I have a story to tell of when my, my son, um, like I said, I met, an American and I got married and I got married in America and so my son came to the wedding with us and he was 16 at the time yeah and um first flight ever much less overseas absolutely shitting himself he was so scared I've never seen anyone in the middle of winter sweating like (laughs) oh bless his little at six o'clock in the morning at an airport so anyway we hop on this plane and lucky enough, or not, we got the very back of the plane, right? Yeah. It's right at the very back. 
and he grabs the magazine, you know, that they have in the back of the seat there, and he's screwing the crap out of that. He's wrapped it around, and it's just flaking and everything. And I'm sitting there going, it's going to be all right. And this is just leaving Adelaide. Yeah, We've got to go yeah. to Sydney and then fly to America and then another flight to Houston. And I'm sitting there going, oh, this is going to be a damn yeah, long yeah, flight. Yeah. yeah. And so I look up and I see a fairy walking down the aisle. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell <laughs> is this happening? And she keeps walking and walking. And I can see all the seats as she's walking up. And they're all full. And I know... We're the last oh, row. Oh, no. And when I you said, say fairy, can you describe fairy to me, please? Yeah, she had the halo. Oh, um, la- no. The wings. <laughs> even had the fairy dust and everything. So she's walking up and I, I went, oi, Case, have a look at this. And he looks up and he goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> He's got Loopy Lou sitting next to him. <laughs> he says, I am... Am I here, Mum? You know, after life. So in in walks this fairy, and she sits down. And being the friendly person that I am, and you know I'm a friendly. Yeah, person, you are. Yeah. I must say, you until are. I get to know you. Yeah, then, of course. Yeah, yeah. Then you just get insults. But anyway, yeah. And she sits down, and as she sits down, she puts her handbag down, and it goes bring, and she's got this, <laughs> she's got this wand. <laughs> Inside a bag, and when you touch touch anything with seen ring, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked at her, and I went, "Oh, you're going to a fancy dress." And she looked at me straight face and said, "No, I dress like this all the time." Oh, and I went, "Oh hell!" So I took my foot out of my mouth, yeah, yeah, and I, and I found out apparently she works. Um, goes around to all the hospitals for can- kids with cancer. Oh, all right. And so okay. she's, and yeah. I don't know. She's got some name, and I and I'm do not remember it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Fairy dust or whatever she was. But she could see my son was going through hell. My 16 year old baby. Yeah. Was going through hell sitting in that plane. So he, she says, "Put your hand out, son." So he puts his <laughs> hand out, and she throws some of this glittery shit in his hand. Yeah, yeah. And this is six o'clock in the morning, like yeah, I says, yeah, yeah. Right. Fourteen hours later. That kid still had this glitter in his hand <laughs> all the way oh, to Houston, right? Oh. But, yeah, so oh. he, he he thought he's, he'd, he'd died and gone to heaven and yeah. there was his fairy. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> We're 16-year-old with glitter. <laughs> but it, it, the glitter had all those little stars and everything and it embedded into his hand ah. and everything. Oh, the poor baby. Yeah, all them hours. Yeah, all those nervous. hours. That Is he already flying now? Oh, he's not, not 100%. Not great, yeah, yeah. We've gone back a couple of times since and with, with him. And he's, yeah, he's not comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not sweating or anything. I don't think he sleeps. Mm. I do. I can sleep on a washing line, me. No, see, I can't. Oh, I can. Yeah, put my feet up, go sleep anywhere. Yeah, I can't. And that's horrible. Mm. Well... That's the end of our first episode. I hope you've enjoyed our laughter, our silly stories, and no, oh, there's plenty more of them. Let oh, me definitely. Tell you. <laughs> We're going to usually throw a theme in into our podcast, but we may or may not, but more likely may, yeah, venture off in other directions. Yes, yeah, we actually might need something to keep us on track. I don't know where we're going to do it. We don't oh. really thought this through, have we? Alcohol. <laughs> I don't two, like it. Two she- two Sheilas, a cup of tea, and a lot of alcohol. And a vodka nip. No. Yeah, nah, nah, don't nah, like it. Nah. But 
you know. Look, I'll get the whip and I'll smack you around the ear roll. <laughs> See? Oh, it's funny business, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, thank you very much for listening to us. I hope you keep following us. And Lorraine and I. Yeah, make yourself a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea, grab a friend, and have a giggle. Always makes life go along a lot better. Set up. Well, Lorraine, I reckon we should leave a, a joke and leave the listeners laughing um, at the very end of every episode. So have you got anything that you want to make somebody laugh with? Well, well it's more like a, a pondering. Have a think about this. Do you know what bilingual means? Oh, isn't that somebody who speaks two languages? You're so clever. I am. I've got a degree, remember? But do you know what a person's called who speaks several languages? Multilingual? Yep. What if they speak one language? One language? No. Aussie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bite me. (laughs) 